Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Joey. Hi. Ross. Hi, Tom. And Mike. Hey. Today, I'd like to talk a little bit about the idea of consent. And uh, the reason I want to talk about it is um, Mike just won a great award in our state uh, at our state conference, and he gave a really he gave a really moving uh, talk about consent and this 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 should be the age of consent um and i think he'll he'll put this his speech on our facebook page yeah, yeah, so you I'll, can look at that. it um but it got me thinking that um i wanted to trouble the 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 concept of consent a little yeah. because so often we think of consent as something that um i ask for mm-hmm. verbally verbally and i don't think that's always the case or it's something you give Verbally. Or something you give verbally. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's always the case, especially with younger children. I think uh, th- there's a kind of a, there's kind of a, uh, a whole body consent or not. What yeah, think? I, I think so. Um, when I think of, especially when I think of thinking about the roughhousing part, there's those mm-hmm. kids, like the friends that as soon as they see each other, they have to kind of shove each other or something like that. And they don't say, can I shove you? Mm-hmm. They've built into their relationship this idea that they, that's how they're going to say hello right. or, or whatever. They greet, their, greet each other is by shoving each other. Mm-hmm. But also those friends, usually when they have a good friendship, every so often, sometimes it's even the look. The other child doesn't go and shove them because they look sad. Or mm-hmm. they start to shove and the other kid like makes a sound or, you know, like stop or whatever. And the other child does. So, but I think you're right. I think kids often have that um, nonverbal yeah. interaction. Or they start is... with a slight push and the other child laughs. I've definitely seen that. I remember walking to the mm-hmm. park. We, I used to work at a place where there was a park a few blocks away, and we were walking there in the winter, and it was one of those winters where we had snowbanks on each side of the sidewalk. Yep. And at first, they sort of shoved each other a little bit, and they started laughing. And then pretty soon, they'd like one person would push the other one into the snowbank on that side. They'd get up and then push them the other side, and they kind of went in a zigzag the whole side. They probably walked three times the distance of anyone else because they were mm-hmm. busy doing that. But it didn't start with the shove all the way into the snowbank. It started right. with this little shove and a laugh. Right. And so there, you know, but I don't think they ever said words. Can I push you now? Yes. Yes. Right. Well, and I think I think. Um, it, it's so reciprocal. I mean, it has to be reciprocal. And sometimes it takes more than one in, one initiative. So yeah. the child who pushed, maybe he had to push a couple times. And at first, if you were just just read that first cue, like, oh, no, he doesn't want to do so. I mean, I, te- I can see a teacher saying, oh, look at so-and-so. Look at right. They Ross, didn't like he that. He didn't mm-hmm. like that. You better not do that again. Whereas yeah. if then the kid kind of, surreptitiously gives a different signal that yeah uh, right do, right do yeah. it again do it right. again and uh, so, i'm realizing the shortcomings of talking about nonverbal communication <laughs> on a podcast because right. you keep demonstrating these moves right. that no one can see right well and i i'm thinking about a, an angle of it that might be a little bit i don't want to detour the conversation but i'm also thinking about the adult understanding of, of a, a child's like you're talking about a child's ability to maybe read social cues and give social cues better than we might think um, but also that it's not all going to come out verbally also just because verbal, verbal skills are not as well developed in a young thing about adults, I guess in quote unquote, this day and age, um, wanting to help their kids define their, their boundaries for consent around their bodies and not understanding how much accidental mm-hmm. jostling 
it, I mean, and even, it happens in a preschool classroom. So, right. you know, the child who is not as in control of their body, possibly even as in control of their emotions, you know, so whether that's an accident, I fell into you or I got mad and I, and I hit you, it's not okay to hit, but this happens in a preschool classroom. Right, right. And parents coming in, again, just sort of in these current times that we're having with a, well, that's not okay, that's my child's body, and then you've got kids, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can't touch me, you know, and setting this hard and fast line that right. their parents are trying so hard to instill, you know, again, I understand why, and this is, I've, I've seen it been happening with girls lately, I understand why you want to say, oh, from an early age, I'm going to teach my girls right. that their bodies are, right. are theirs to decide, right. but then you have this sort of un... Uh, over overreaction of the just natural jostlings, I'll say, of a, right. of a preschool classroom, and so then that's out of place. And that has this, to do with this proprioception has and to do with all the things we've talked about. Like, but yeah. yeah, but so this this idea of consent in that way is sort of out of place in the preschool classroom when you've got you know this little three four year old taking their stand like. Like, on well, the other but hand, they didn't, right. they, but yeah. it's because they fell over. Right, right, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. No, you didn't like it. And you can tell them you didn't like it, but the outrage is right. sort of and, and there's that not right. understanding cause and effect. So if right. they, if I always say, like, if someone gets bumped, a preschooler is going to assume the person pushed them. Yeah, like right. there's intent behind right. it. And the person who bumped into them might not even know they bumped into them because right. they're right. oblivious to it. Right. I guess I'm speaking and of so an adult layer consent, coming from yeah. parents mm-hmm. that right. that they're. Children are being, I'll say, not violate is not the right word. You guys might right. be able to help me. You know, in a way that it's not happening. Right. You yeah. Know, that's, that's. Yeah. Right. No, I, yeah. And I, I'm not arguing for not people not being able to say who can and can't touch right. them, but it just, right. there's yeah. a developmental angle that you have to. So, so I guess what to, we could do then maybe is when we are interacting with kids, like I often talk about with infants, when you're changing the diaper, talk about what you're doing. You know, I have to lift your legs now. So I can do that. And you're at least you're starting to give them that language mm-hmm. that it's their body mm-hmm. that you're manipulating to, um, you know, take care of them. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to pick you up now um, or, you know, let's go. And you don't you don't right. always have to say pick me up when you're taking them to nap. But it's still it's like, oh, come here. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're right. doing that. But I do think it's worth when a child's really upset to say, I'm worried, you know, that you're going to hurt someone. I have to pick you up. And so you're. Even mm-hmm. though you have to, you might have to do something physical to keep that child safe or other children safe. You're acknowledging that you're doing that right, too. Right. That it's not just like um, I get to just pick right. you up randomly. Well, in this, and also in the situation you're talking about, you're acknowledging you may not want me to. Right. Right. Well, you're you're talking about like I am kind of kind of violating your wishes, right? Because you don't want me to right. to, to hold you right now, but I have to. And frankly, in the adult world, when someone is endangering others, we mm-hmm. also would expect that you know. That there's a reason that police come and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, no, let me keep punching this person in the face. Right, right, you, yeah. You can't you know. touch my body, but I'm right. gonna, of right. course, like, right, that. yeah. Right. So I don't think I don't think there's there's that that we disregard the the verbal too because no. at some point in time, um, you would tell a child if you don't like that, then you have to tell them right. no. Yeah, it's not just yeah. on the, it's not just on the. Initiator. The, the initiators. That right. Yeah. They, yeah. Might, they may not even know it. Right. Right. And it's, and then it's your job as an adult to be able to give them the words to say, no, I don't like it. But so often we 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 do that so soon. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I, I yeah. Let me go back to my grandchildren. I shouldn't yeah. talk about my grandchildren so much, but you I should. learned so much from that. I my the youngest one, um, will, she doesn't really want to rough and tumble, but yeah. she does. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> and so she actually she actually gives mixed messages. Mm-hmm. Right. So at times she'll say, "No, Grandpa, that no, Grandpa." <laughs> I love it when she says that because she's she's setting the limit. Yeah, right. But at other times she'll come and jump on me. Right. Right. And she, she'll watch the other two grandkids. So how does how does a child make sense of, let alone right. an adult? When there's all kinds of mixed messages. Yeah. But I, but I wonder that in a sense, they're not mixed messages. It's the message in the moment at the time with my mm-hmm. feelings. Mm-hmm. So I think there's that, maybe that's with the current m- movements that are happening with um, sexual assault in the world, but also in, in the adolescent world too. But I think more with this idea that my body, my rules, I can say when, if, when, and where. So even if it's somebody who you've been a partner with for a year, two years, 10 years, you can still always have that time to say, nope, not right now. Right. And I think we're, it's, there is that confusion of children, but maybe it's, we're trying to, I'm hoping to instill the message that we really, we really listen to each other so that in the moment, and I might not ask every single time, Joey, can I hold your hand? Can I hold your hand? Right. Can I hold your hand? Because right. we've, we've established a friendship where now I know we could do that, but that if I was to do it and you go, nope, not right now. I go, oh, for right. sure. There is that two way of that. If I don't want it, I'm going to let you know. And I, going back to topics of trust that we've talked about, I'll trust that you respect it so that it's in that moment. Yeah, I do want to play. No, I don't want to play roughhousing. Right. So I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want that to stop the initiation. Right. To initiate some kind of contact with another person because you see parents tossing kids up into the air and they're right. they're just so full of happiness yeah. or i i hugged a lot of kids in my classroom Absolutely. um and they hugged me back yep. right i mean it was spontaneous and yep. i i don't want us to lose that right yeah no but well, i, think, I but i was gonna say that's that's the nonverbal of you yeah. open your arms up and somebody comes and cradles into you 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 know that in case that's a that's a uh a, a an exchange that's being agreed upon. The, the, the consent is given. If I've opened my arms up. Oh, but they'll come behind me and grab it. And so will I. I'll sometimes it, grab them from behind and give them a hug. Right, and then, right. but then I have to be really but clear about how they're feeling about that. Yeah. Right. In that case, because I, I think we've all had that where, and I, but I might say, oh, remember, come around to the front. So I know, but you know, I, I like hugs almost all the time, but I got, I'm trying to do my part too help them realize that there isn't that time because in the childhood classroom exchanging hugs and holding hands or high fives or just wrestling uh, invitations it's building that but I think it's again getting into later uh, years where you learn to respect that so you're not just going up behind somebody and you know bear hugging them without them being ready or that you know because there's and you can see people even when they're for instance if it is a long term relationship and you do that sometimes but you do it at the wrong time they're like whatever like yeah. right. their thoughts are on something right. else and you know they it's jump probably, yeah. and the other right. person you know if they have that relationship the other person will like back off like oh so last sorry. week these <laughs> right. kids came in right. these kids came in from playing outside and they're washing their hands at the sink and they had been having a good time outside i wasn't with them outside they came in with another teacher and they were still kind of laughing and joking around i couldn't hear everything that they were doing but there's a lot of let's say frivolity over by the sink mm-hmm. and so i had you know my ear on it but it was all kind of laughter so i but then i kind of looked and i could tell this one kid Something had cropped. Like he just had this almost like a confused kind of look on his face. Like he wasn't sure what he should do. So I said, "What? What's going on?" I mean, he, he said, "Oh, he was he, the, this child had been washing his hands. He said he was banging me on the butt." And I said, "Oh, and do you want him to?" I mean, I didn't know, you know, like do you, and he and he was like, "No." And I was like, "Oh, okay. You can tell him you didn't like that or whatever." But I know the child who's banging on the butt. And I said, "Oh, 
do you do that in your family? You know, and he's he, and he's like, oh yeah, I do it to my brother. I mean, it was such a sign of affection. Right. I mean, of course, the one child has the right to say, don't bang me on my butt when I'm washing my hands. But it, it was almost to me. It, I don't know. It just yeah. it was so so sweet. I thought, oh, but he was really actually trying to. Right. And that's he, he loves you like a brother. Too. They don't you know, know I mean? yeah. exactly. They don't know the culturally cultural context. They're still kind of picking up on. So they might do something that the other child doesn't have a reference for. Right. But they learn over time what does and doesn't. Right. And we want to make sure that we're still allowing for those signs of affection. Mm-hmm. Those, the physical touch is still part of the classroom. Right. And also everyone has enough trust that they will also say stop. And right. I, I think the biggest part is that it's a two-way right. converse, ongoing conversation. And it's I think never so, over. I, and I think some of the initiation just comes out of the, bl- out of the, out of the blind or, you know, just... I've had kids just come up from behind and just knock, you know, I'm right. wrestling and they just jump on me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's okay. So, mm-hmm. right. in fact, I think I am. Right. So. And I think if, you, if you're giving it that language, does that children know that this is something that right. I'm okay with that? But, mm-hmm. the, but know, would they do it on your first day? Uh, some kids would, yeah. Okay. <laughs> some right. kids said, oh, pile on. Let's yeah. do yeah. it. But when you're already down playing. Yeah. I mean, a child, right. a child that, just comes and tackles their teacher on the first day. Right, then we have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's it's similar to that where, you know, I just saw this exchange at the airport where a girl got upset with her mom and she was arguing with her sister and the mom leaned down and talked to her and then gave her some kisses and the daughter said, no, I don't want kisses right now. No, I think in that case, of course, a parent and child, you don't want to say, can I kiss you now? Would that make you feel better? Because that's not going to be our natural kind of kind of interactions with other adults right. that we have those relationships with. But had the adult kept doing it, then I feel like that's where, right. mm-hmm. you know, you've got to listen to what that is. Like, okay, so I, I can see you want some space or you're telling me, fine, when you're feeling better, let me know because I'd like to, make, right. you know, I'll give you a hug or let me know when you're ready to snuggle again on the airplane. But yeah. there's ways that we, because I think it's it's helping children develop that confidence to express themselves to what they do or do not want, right. to read those in, those. Verbal and, and with a kid, and, let me know may mean they just climb into your lap, right? You know, I yep. mean, like, <laughs> like they're not gonna, they're, the child's not gonna be like, may I'm I, ready for may a I, snuggle I, now, mother. Yeah, you know, so but there's <laughs> right. that. So, we also, as adults, we also model absolutely what's okay and what's not okay, yeah, yep, um, in the classroom with each other as adults mm-hmm. and with the children, right? Um, some of us are not really comfortable even with the idea of consent, it's like one of those mm-hmm. things that you don't even want to talk about. Right. But you just stop it right away. Right. And if we stop you, it, what so you happens mean, then? Are you saying that some people stop physical contact <clears throat> because they're, they don't, they're worried it'll cross the line, so it's easier just not to allow it at all? Mm-hmm. Is that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely something that happens. Yeah. Like we, and that's, I think, the biggest thing. I feel like our culture has a discomfort with consent, doesn't want to talk about it, but then we're confronted with so many examples of adults whose... whose privacy is violated whose bodies are violated mm-hmm. and so we have to have this conversation about consent but it's a right. cultural shift and that's where right. i feel like with early childhood both for teachers and parents just make it a part of your conversation right. you know and when it's the uncle that they see once a year don't say oh give them a hug say would you like to give them a hug right a handshake a shake a high five or just wave like right. give them choices and create that culture and and for the you know older generation, you might have to s- explain it a bit. Like I want to teach them these skills now, right. so they don't have to don't have to try to figure out when they're twenty two 
and on their own. Right. Right. Because that's too late to start learning. Like, we've got to learn now. Right. Give Grandma a hug and a kiss. (laughs) She wants a hug and a kiss. Hmm? (laughs) Yeah. And they're not ready. Yeah. I mean, that's the uh, the flip side of it. Right. (laughs) Or sit on Santa's lap. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Right? And so it's that feeling of... I think because we're bigger, we're adults, we we know what's best. You will know you'll be okay in this situation, but we're not respecting the body language or the non the nonverbal right of that child because you see the child like because how many kids how many families have that portrait of their child screaming right on you know on that person's yeah. lap because they're a stranger and they don't know and they didn't want to be there in the first place but we want the picture so you go do yeah. this and I think it's that idea again just those are some we things we have to relearn it's that, it's that re- modeling again it's the modeling yeah. and it's, yeah. that, it's that respect because if my parents my trusted people are going to just put me where I don't want to be does that mean that the people are going anybody else is going so to so that I can smile right so that you yeah. know I mean right <laughs> right yeah, I mean, yeah right. we want to so that I get a good so I create a good image right I mean I'm sorry I'm, I'm over right. over judging Santa photos people love them right but, but I think there but there is that I think it's it's the subtle <laughs> but now they usually have a chair next to Santa yeah. You right, know, because yeah. the, the culture is changing with that, yeah. which is great. I think yeah. it's, we're learning how to respect ourselves, we're learning how to respect the requests and the wants of others. And I think if we're going to want to see this bigger change, we want to change our conversations and, and maybe our you know thoughts of what really is opportunities for consent or to have that conversation. Thank you guys. Wow, that really. <laughs> I think we started to unpack some things. We did, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if we got the answers. more to but, say, but we can um, wrap yeah, up thanks for, now. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for joining the conversation. Yeah, thanks, thanks for so bringing much. this one. Thanks, Tom. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.